Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. fans and baseball podcast we're at episode 16 that's my number hey my little my little dumplings yep 16 is my number um so breaking news our boy lucci will not be back on the pod until the baseball season starts he's on strike he's gonna take a little hiatus i don't blame him baseball's in a disgusting uh actually disrespectful and honestly just Ah, it's, it's, ah, they should be ashamed of themselves for not getting this all figured yeah, out. Man. So, man, fuck the owners, man. Yup. Yup. Keep in mind, the, the owners instigated this lockout. They could have extended, like, with their current CBA and negotiated through the season as well. Yeah, so, like, exactly. I, I, I don't feel the demands of the players are crazy. No. And honestly... Like, you have, like, these major super contracts that are going on, and that's what people are going to point to. But, like, the average, like, salary for a major leaguer is is down. For, like, if you consider, like, a lower to middle class major leaguer. I know that sounds weird, but the average salary for, like, you know, a, a five, six, seven-year guy is down across the board. But it gets dwarfed by people bringing up that, you know, Bryce Harper signed, like, a, a fucking $30 million deal for 13 years, you know. Right, right. They they could have they could have went a whole different avenue, direction, whatever you want to call it on this, but they decided to yep. just spoil the off season. Literally the entire off season, fun for everybody. Like yep. the entire off season. It's like it's, we had uh, that we had that like four days of like awesomeness, and then we're like, mm-hmm. all right, we're done. We're locking we're locking everybody out. It it's uh you know it's uh, solidarity to the players i hope they take the fucking owners to the cleaners on this uh and you know we get some baseball back it's a bummer uh, i mean you you all've heard us kind of uh, be bummed about it before because you know we had you know some great players who are like in the cusp of their career and they had a season you know pulled from them uh because uh wearing a mask uh means you're effeminate now and people just didn't want to do that. And then we had to shut down baseball uh, because uh, Joe Biden released the Chinese coronavirus out there. So it's uh, it's it's frustrating because, you know, I mean, you think about that, Nick, that's 100 games extra. You know, a guy like Paul Goldschmidt, for example, could get on his belt. Someone like Nolan as well. That's 100 games of counting stats. And, you know, frankly, uh, the way this lockout's going, I mean, they – they need to get a deal done, arguably, in the next two or three weeks, so that way spring training ain't threatened, and uh, the sides, uh, the uh, MLB, uh, the Players Association has, I wouldn't say caved, they've compromised a little bit, like in terms of like salary sharing, for example, uh, but like the owners still are not uh, meeting anywhere near their demands, so we, to lose part of a season of this would just uh, be very frustrating, especially like for guys like Goldschmidt and Freddie Freeman, who are you know trying to pile up some counting stats for their Hall of Fame career. Well, so. spring training is definitely in jeopardy. Um, yeah, so just, we need to go to war with China over this. Okay, sure, we need yeah, to, sure. They did it to fuck with our baseball season. Is why they did it. No, this uh, has nothing to do with COVID. <laughs> not yeah no i mean like so like baseball owners believe like their sport hemorrhages money but part of me thinks like uh it's kind of bullshit i just don't think they're making as much as they want i mean keep in mind these are perfect these are billionaires who literally own millionaires like uh 
you, yep. you, you, you have, you have the money and doing this is only going to hurt your, your, your purse pocket. I feel like, cause you know, I feel like we were turning, you know, baseball was in terms of its identity, in terms of its outreach was kind of turning a corner in terms of, you know, this whole, let the kids play, but you have this younger, more diverse generation coming up. I mean, Shohei won fucking MVP for Christ's sake. And nobody you know. knows who he is. The Zoomers yeah. don't know who he is. The Zoomers yeah. think Derek Jeter sucked at baseball. Um, so he sucked defensively, but he was awesome. He uh, Derek Jeter's a Hall of Famer. He, yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. Oh, he he's wasn't. He wasn't as bad as everybody makes it out to be. Which we need to save an episode going through ESPN's like top, I think what fifty. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I, I don't you... even want to talk. I'll let you do that episode by yourself if you want. Like, okay, I'll, I'll do that one. I'll like you know. I'll host it and come in with my with with one or two comments, but I'm not having any input on that because it's so stupid. We should do like the moral test. Be like you know, depending like how racist or phobic of whatever these players were and put them in a certain tier of problematic is what we should do with them. Right. Kick out Cap Anson, kick out Ty Cobb. They don't need to be in there. So <laughs> get rid of them, tear down their bust at Comerica Park. Jesus. But anyway, it it's frustrating for those listening out here. We try to be like more entertaining. We're not insiders. We're just a bunch of assholes yeah. with like, access to the internet and like everybody luckily, else baseball is a yeah baseball's accounting sport you know it is so heavily reliant on math and luckily you know we're autistic enough to be obsessed with stuff like ops and woba you know to where i think we can get on here and you know nick and i have you know if if life was different we'd be gay lovers but he uh continuously rejects my love we probably are in a different universe yeah like think of it like in an alternate reality you and i like own a surf shop or something and you know we i don't know who's top who's bottom here i know i am more of a cub and you're more of you're definitely a twink you're definitely a you're a fucking twink Uh, it's not it won't be the last (laughs) time i'm called one so you hear you hear that joe you hear that? You hear that, Father Scarpaccio? Your son's your son's a fucking twink. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Jeez Louise, Timothy's back. I know, yeah, I know. Tom is back. So good job with the uh, Arenado anniversary. How was it? How did it feel waking up and uh, realizing yeah, you know a little about over that? you know a year ago? Yeah, a little over a year ago, we got uh, we got we got Roland Nolan, bro. Nah, for real, it was just like. We were, I don't know, you were a little bit older than me, so you probably, like, have a better, like, I don't know, gauge on how you felt when the Cardinals got Scott Rowland. I mean, you weren't that much older. I don't know. What, you no, were like, I mean, I was in junior high, but I thought, you know, it was good because I played enough at MLB to show to know that Scott Rowland was pretty tight, bro. Yeah, so, like, yeah. my biggest thing with that is, like, yeah, Nolan Arenado has always been one of my favorite players. Like, that wasn't on the Cardinals and I, mm-hmm. I touched on how Stanton was, too, and how, like, I, I really wanted him, but, you know, he, he rejected the trade yeah. and whatnot. But, like, I don't know. It's, it, it was amazing, and it's still, like, it still hasn't set in. Like, we've had a whole season of Arenado on the Cardinals, and it's still, like, surreal a little bit. My buddy Ryan and I, we need to get him on the pod to talk about yeah. this. We, yeah. Because you know the 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 Nolan rumors went on for years, yeah, and for like him and three I were years. like, "Fucking, fucking, stop, Jesus Christ!" Like we knew it was MLB offseason time whenever like the Nolan Arenado trade rumors came out, and then Mozilliak did it, and I just remember <laughs> him and I being disbelieved. Like, the son of a bitch finally did it. He finally pulled the trigger on it and but sent like, them Austin was- Gomber, our future. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing though with the Goldschmidt thing, man. Like the Goldschmidt was yeah, kind of. I out have of a feeling this motherfucker is gonna like sign Bellinger this next off season or some shit. Play, have yeah, him, who knows? Slip him into the fucking center field. I don't. You know, I don't. I don't, I don't know. At this point in my life as a Cards fan, I don't try to understand Mo anymore. Like, cause there's just clear like we're gonna like 
I mean, it happened this past season where, like, there are holes in this team that need to be filled. He's like, and then he went out and got two two fucking senior citizens from Golden Corral. And they serve. And they, three of them, I forgot, LeBlanc. Yeah, and they, yeah, they, they fucking doled out dubs every, every time they towed the rubber. It's fucking kind and of everyone's sickening. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, I went out, he's like, I, you know what I'm going to get? I'm going to get the current major league leader in runs allowed. <laughs> I'm going to pick up a guy who's lost like his last five starts with Washington and I'm going to get Wade LeBlanc who like has won 10 games once in his career and he's 36. And you know what? That's going to be enough to push us over over the hump. That's no going to win us 17 none of that. games in a row. Fuck fuck Scherzer, okay? We don't need any of that pussy shit. We're going with guts and gumption, all right? <laughs> This is how we get to the we get to the postseason by the by the lip of our zipper. It was just nah, I don't know. You know he yeah maybe the son of a bitch does belt. You know who could have got maybe the Cardinals out of the ninth inning in the wild card game? Who? John Show Lester. John Lester no, could have. Stop it. He could have. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Being a bad boy. Your brother's not here to discipline you, and you're over in Illinois now, so I can't reach over across the table and slap you on the penis. Oh, I know, my boy. No, we'll have right. we, we'll have we... some. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll live stream opening day. Um, yeah, let's do it and get drunk when it happens. So, yeah. uh, if it happens, you, when's the last time you've been drunk? I've never been drunk. You know, I thought you drank. You drank. I. You? I casually like I'll have a a drink like yeah but I've never been drunk so what if I got you drunk can we make it a special You occasion? won't what like, special you're like not the uh, first person No no who's, no no don't you tried. fucking weasel out I'm no, going to drown my to. cat I'm going to drown my cat if Mike Zunino posts a 900 OPS you can you can make a bet to get drunk once No if something happens come on Wait, wait, what are you talking about if something happens? Okay, like, uh, Cardinal, like, Zunino getting a 900 OPS. Pick something like that. Like, uh, if Arenado wins MVP, you'll get drunk. I'd rather, if this is your first time getting drunk, you're picking something happy. Zunino makes me angry. Okay. That's why, that's why I would smush this little cat's face into a fucking uh, uh, overflown sewage den, Okay. But like for you, I want your first time getting drunk, being because of a happy moment. Like if Arenado wins MVP, if or if Gallegos gets fifty, y- Yachty saves. wins the Silver Slugger. If Gallegos, if Gallegos gets, gets fifty, if he gets fifty saves, I'll get drunk. We have it on okay. tape. Okay. What if we? What if we win the division or a hundred no. games too? No, no, that's that's too. Come on, a hundred games. Hundred games too likely hard. to happen. So is fifty saves. It's not uncommon. Well, it's the same amount then. Why are you worried? Like, let's pick <laughs> levels of drunk, okay? Like, oh, fuck If it's off. 50 saves, if it's 50 saves, we get you wine drunk. If it's a, a hundred, uh, 102 games. I'm not, Actually, I 103. I don't drink liquor. 103. So don't. 103. All right, if it's 103 games, Miller Light drunk. And uh, what's the number one? You love Nolan, right? Nolan wins silver. He wins some kind of batting no, award. Not no. defensive. He, no, no, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm adding an and on here. If he wins some kind of batting award and resigns, and doesn't opt then out, then get whiskey. And doesn't opt out. I'm he not drinking re- liquor, bro. Drunk. I'm not drinking liquor. I'll mix it up for you, baby. Come on. Ah, at the all right. At the very least, the fifty the fifty saves is on. Fifty the saves people, is on for sure. All our all our listeners in Portugal have heard it. You know they bear witness to it, and you're not going to back out of this. Okay? No, I'm not. I'm not. You little. You little nah. Guido, Italian liquor. <laughs> what do Italians like to drink? Spirits from it. I'm looking at what liqueurs to uh, to order here. Yeah, no, much different than don't liquor. Don't be buying no, 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 for no. me I, yet. Come on. I I am getting a feel of what, and mm. you're not gonna. I'm. And you know if we he if he gets fifty plus saves, you're drinking this through your ass, Devo. Uh, now, let me look. <laughs> oh yeah, vermouth. We're doing that. I don't know. 
I'll make you something. All right, so we have you on record saying you will get drunk if Gallegos went, uh, saves 50 games. Good. Now, uh, don't we have, like, a list to uh, dole out? It kind of sucks. Lucci's not here. Yeah. I would have liked his list. The little fucker could have at least gave us his fucking list. I know. I'm not going to I'm not gonna uh, pester him about it anymore, though. Um, yeah. Third base. And then we Wait, tackle the outfield. Let's do our own rendition of what we think Lucci's list would be. Also. All right. All right, all right. He's like, well, uh, uh, I don't know. Like, I didn't write anything down. So, like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but I don't want to. No, we don't have to do that because some of these guys are going to be on my list, so we don't have to. Uh, before you, before you name your list, I've actually gone through and, uh, especially in the past list, I wrote down. I took the average. I took the cumulative stats for third baseman, and then I averaged them out for a full season. So, an average third baseman last year uh, would have posted a 741 OPS. They would have hit 22 homers, driven in 81, walked 61 times, 145 Ks, and a 248 average, uh, stuff like that. They would have scored 80 runs. So, uh, I mean, you know, uh, we'll use that as a barometer for measuring some of these guys, but it's something to keep in mind. Um, are you, I, I'm ready when you are ready. Do you want me to just go ahead and take it away then? Yeah, dude. Fire away. Okay. Um, now, I don't know exactly, so, did we, did we say Mondesi is a shortstop? No, he's a, yeah, he's a shortstop, my okay. bad, I thought you said third base. I thought he was, I, I don't know, they have him, they have him on the steamer at third base, but, because I'm just looking at some projections, if which, you're... projections don't matter, but. I yeah. like the I like the lists anyway. If you mess with Fangraphs, a good because you know these positions will fuck with us. Oh. Um, if I'm looking at offense, if I try and immediately hop over to like fielding and then set the minimum innings to like between four and six hundred, yeah. and I'll basically weed out anyone who played like twenty games there and then got listed as a fucking you know third baseman by Fangraphs standard or standards. So that helps. Okay. Well. I guess with my honorable mentions, then uh, I'll say that Gio Urshela's up there. Um, Oh, you think he's going to turn it around, baby? Yeah, man. I mean, you saw what he did in a shortened season, you know, in 2020. Yeah, I can. You know, he was, I think he was hurt a lot this season. That Yankees offense, it was lucky to even get into the wild card because only Stanton and Judge, you know, who are, you know, that's what they're supposed to do, but... Uh, they were the only ones that posted like anywhere good like uh, offensive stats. I mean, um, if you're looking at like their team, like they were the only ones with an OPS over 800. Uh, Geo was low sevens. Glaber hit below 700, and which I thought New York Press, uh, he was supposed to be a fucking 50 home run guy. So. Um, yeah, I mean he underperformed bad, and he's 29, but. Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm taking your thunder. It's a good honorable mention. I don't see him posting a, a season like that again. He may or may not. We don't know. We'll just have to see. Um, yeah, baseball's now, a fucky sport. I, we did say Ryan McMahon, correct, is third base, not second. Or would it, he, did, Yeah, he posted... Um, yeah, he posted uh, more DRS than uh, Nolan or whatever, because that was something we were yelling at each other yeah, about whatever. before we started um, the pod. Yeah, yeah he's, be... he's a better fielder than Nolan. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, he's the third baseman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you fuck. <laughs> you fucker. He um, played 848 innings at uh, at third. It's Yeah, right. he's, he counts. I got two more. Uh, so Josh Donaldson and Key Brian Hayes. Are my other, that ain't bad. Other two honorable mentions. I I'd like to see Kid Brian Hayes, you know, turn into a star like he could. So his projections look good, and um, so when I did the list, his fucking fielding was really good. Yeah, now, I it remember was. we were dunking on uh, Pirates Twitter that time he made that unreal play to throw out Yachty, <laughs> and we're like, he, like he threw out, yeah, he. He he threw out a dead man is what he did. He, he threw, threw out, out like a glacier. The, like literally the third or second slowest player <laughs> he threw in the out, entire he threw sport. Out, 
Yeah, he threw out, you know the scene in Austin Powers where he runs the guy over with a, a steamroller and the guy screams stop until he's squashed? He threw out the steamroller in that sta- scene. That's what he did. But still, great play. But <laughs> Yeah, we were pretty much all like, yeah, our third baseman literally does that with his eyes closed. Yeah. Like, every fucking day. Uh, let me give me let me give you a quick flash here. Brian Hayes defensively had a was number one. He was a third spot, another number one. You know when Nolan retires or really falls off from age, Brian Hayes, man, he's gonna be that. He was he led in two defensive categories, top three and two others, and top ten in another. That dude, that guy is for real. He just I don't see you know, him around. I don't see Nolan not winning a Gold Glove, though. Like I see. Well, him he's w- got the name recognition, but I think Nolan Nolan's I think will have a better season this year in terms of like contact numbers. I honestly was a little surprised at the power numbers. I thought going into the season he would hit a slightly higher average and hit like around twenty five bombs being away from cores. And you know, looking at his career splits away, bro, but, he uh, has the, the power. Cores just gives the ball distance. You know, yeah, he's, he's got. I mean, but yeah, twenty-five home runs is power. He hit like, thirty-four. I was thinking like, that's like yeah, his third. That's like his third I, least ever. You know. Yeah, I was. Well, I was thinking he was more or less going to hit around two eighty and hit between twenty-five and thirty, but post like a hundred ribbies and all that. I would. So, I would have like, been fine with that. Yeah, yeah. I. I thought. I. 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 I can't see him not improving his average and probably posting around maybe a three thirty. 325 on base percentage and probably have like you know he you know realistically all right i know ideally we want him to post a one dot but realistically if we're just standing back and trying to put on the most neutral hat we can you know probably looking at you know an 840 to 850 ops and that's maybe around amazing that. still that's good, yeah. Above, that's like that's above ab- average, amazing. Stuff. Average OPS is seven hundred. Above average, I would say, is like seven seventy to seven seventy or seven ninety nine. And good OPS is over eight hundred. He'll be he'll be fine. He'll be a fine man. Yes. But Cabrian Hayes, that I'm happy. I'm happy you acknowledge him. I think that guy's going to be a stud. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let me let me do let me do my counting real quick to make sure I did not add or subtract someone. And wait one sec. I'm going to grab something to drink. Okay. All right, I am back. I'm screaming into the mic now. Jesus. All right, so we can start. uh, Number 10 for me, Justin Turner. He's getting old. That's a little ballsy. He's getting old, but you know what? He's still, Mm. he's so consistent. He's... He's one of the like. This is not. This is not like a any sort of weird Dodger bias or anything. But like, he's he turned into one of the best best Dodgers in the postseason ever. I think he's like right behind uh, Duke Snyder in home runs and average and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I think I think he had. Let me let me double check the stats for his twenty twenty one. I'm looking at him here. Uh, 832 OPS, 27 dingers, 278 average. Yeah, he had he almost a whole season, 151 games. Um, yeah, he he had a he had a damn good season. He had a damn good season. Projections don't have him uh, high up. They have him really kind of falling off. Literally, but projections still be mean nothing. Projections mean they're not that nothing. far off. Believe it or not, they're projecting him to hit be 770. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with that. If you would have had him higher than 10, I would say you were a little wonky there, but like Turner's first full season, like, um, where he played at least 120 plus games was age 30. And for a guy from 30 to 36 here, let me tell you his totals. Um, this is just, uh. Seven years, and this is all in his 30s, 136 homers, 294 average, 860 hits, a 134 OPS plus, and 875 OPS. The dude has, when, you know, in a day and age where guys hitting their 30s really fall off, Justin Turner has stabbed off father time for quite a while. Yeah, 
he he found a resurgence in L.A. They gave him a shot, and you know yep. what? Fucking A. Here's another one, because we like our analytics a little bit. 28 war, so he's been on average worth four wins each season. And, he, and keep in mind, he was hurt in some of these years, and that's also including the fucking lockout. So the guy honestly probably... And again, this comes back to how lame the lockout is. And I said lockout. I meant COVID, sorry. Uh, the shutdown and, and the lockout like are probably maybe robbed him of being a fringe Hall of Famer. So Justin this Turner, lockout goes on. Fringe Hall of Famer? Hold up, hold up. Hold up. Uh, well, if he had that extra 100 games... <laughs> Because he was averaging, hold on, he's averaging uh, between. No, no, bro. Twenty fourteen. He's he's not gonna have. uh, He's not gonna have two thousand hits. He's not gonna have two hundred home runs. No. God, dude, my dude, not many third basemen. I don't. I'll have to look and see how many third basemen are actually in the Hall of Fame with three thousand hits. So hold up here. What would be? What would be the reason he's in the Hall of Fame? Uh. Some counting. Well, I mean, Scott Rowland's going to get in a hall, and he's barely over 2,000 hits. So it's kind of based on rep and uh, what kind of numbers you post. But he's but not keep putting gold gloves and shit, though, you know? Like. Well, hang on here. So from 2014 to 2019, you know, he he was worth 27 wins. So if we take that average, you know, he's four and a half to six wins, and then that uh, COVID happened. So that's probably four, four and a half wins he missed out on. Let's say four. So now he's up to about 36. If he has like a decent year, like you're anticipating him being a top 10. So he's probably going to be what worth four to five wins. You would imagine he's making a lot of money too next season, 20 million. So yeah, I mean, he's going to, you know, if he had uh, the COVID year and he has a good year here, he's over 40 wins and he's doing all that production in a very short window. Keep in mind, like he's not a full time starter really until twenty thirty until thirty. It's an interesting like player and career and like all that. I love it. I love it. He's a fucking weird looking ginger freak, but like he's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's an all right pick. You know, I won't. I won't. Bust all right, him he's top ten twenty twenty two. I in my in my brain in my in my pea brain. So I'm just yep. Okay. What's your next one, baby? What's your next one? Anthony Rendon. Ooh. Well, I uh, nine with Rendon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he spent last season hurt, you know. Uh-huh. So uh, it'll it's kind of a stretch for me to uh, say that that he's he's top ten next season. Uh, he only played fifty. Well. Yeah, he only played 58 games. Um, you know, he wasn't good. He was not that good at all. Um, mm-hmm. So, but you look at, he. I mean, he led the National League in doubles, uh, back-to-back seasons, and then 2019, you know, third in MVP voting, voting Silver Slugger, his fucking one-dot OPS plus, or one-dot OPS, and 157 OPS plus in 2019, got him that it's huge contract in LA. Got a ring, got his bag. In typical LA fucking fashion. Look at his. He, he's consistent though. Like that's the thing. He he's consistent player. He's always been one. In year he's been hurt. I guess two years now. So. Well, no, he had the COVID year. He just got hurt last year. So. Well, in 2014 too. Or I'm sorry, 2015. Oh he yeah, played, yeah, yeah, he only played 80 saying, games, so like he's not in, super injury prone. Um, he's always been consistent. I'm looking at a huge, huge bounce back year from Rendon. Um, what is the? So projections have him getting hurt. They think he's only going to make it 105 games, but it'll still be worth over. He'll still post over an 830 OPS. I think probably closer to the 830 OPS. I don't think and I don't think Rendon's gonna play just 100 games. I think he'll hit 130. Why wouldn't he play 150 games? Uh, he's only done it what once or twice in his career. Are you on his page? I've I'm on my next guy's page, but. Let I me think, go to it. I, yeah, I mean, you got a point, but still, it's just like... Yeah, he played 150-plus in 24 and 26 age season, but ever since then, 
Yeah, he's mainly in the 130 to I'm, I'm more like, of... He gets hurt, uh, but nothing, like, uh, incredibly serious until, like, last year. So Yeah, I'm just more of a, ha- a guy that, you know, half glass full type of guy with most of these players. Because mm-hmm. we because we don't know like I said on I said on the last episode they had they probably had fucking Shohei Otani with like a five ERA and like twelve home runs and like a fucking two seventeen batting average and all this other bullshit his projections and look what he did yeah then he you know uh, shat, shat and everyone same so. same with Vlad Jr though they probably only had him at like twenty five home runs mm-hmm. and the dude almost won the fucking triple crown so. Let me I, that's see. that's why I don't like projections. It's or it's they just don't make any sense because any player can make them. Yeah, make them be I right don't on know. Them, I, be below them or be way above. Uh, them. I think I would. I gotta find where it was and I'll send it to you. But I was reading on it because I always like shat on projections too. But like the instances of like Otani or like you know like when Luke Voigt came in and led the uh, COVID year and home runs like those like outliers are kind of like they don't in terms of speaking broadly of how accurate projections are in terms of being in the ballpark for a guy's production it mainly is good for accounting for guys that don't consistently or not consistently that won't have a pop-off year like that or maybe don't have the potential to have a pop-off year like that I have to I need to find the article because when I read on it it kind of changed my perception on a little bit to kind of use it as somewhat reliable but also like they have i'll give you an example they have for um uh let me find nolan's here nolan's projections at you know an 801 ops hitting 263 and being worth four wins and i'm like i don't think nolan's gonna pull up i don't think he's gonna double up seasons like that i think he'll be more valuable than that but you know, it's uh, you know it's a I, I it's 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 a guesstimation. They also have like fucking uh, predicting Vlad Guerrero Jr. to basically hit forty three home runs, have one hundred twelve RBIs. That's a pretty still rather bold projection there, and I would say that arguably, like looking on paper, that looks fairly accurate. Like I think like when we have instances of you know like a Shohei doing Shohei things. I don't think it should like discourage from like uh, the rest of uh, you know the rest of the analysis that went into it. I suppose. Yeah. But also, yeah, don't treat it like the Bible. I'm just saying, you know, uh, use it as like the way I do like my charts. For instance, I just use that as like a- an added table for a chart. It's the t- too long didn't read version of that. Also, your dick is small. Your dick is small. Thank you. Anyway. Um, so, num- my, my number eight guy, this is hot take. Hot take season. Yoan um, uh, Moncada. That's a... That is... That's a good take. Ooh, you think so? Here, I'll spoil this. I put Go Moncada on. as my... I put Moncada at my number seven. Whoa, okay. So, okay. he Mancada had the six most points when I was doing my chart. And he, let me pull this up. He was top spot in one category, top three in three others, top and top ten in six others. The top spot he was in, that beautiful, beautiful on-base percentage. He was also third in war for a third baseman. That dude's good, and he's on a pretty good fucking team. That's um, why, like, White Sox fans need to, like, oh, eat their own dicks yeah. and shut the fuck up. And You'll also like, like this. Be happy that they don't have a third baseman like fucking... Like Arenado, yeah. Like Alex Bregman, <laughs> who's not even a top ten third baseman, so... Oh, now that's a hot take. Um, Mancada's defensive numbers are really good as well. Uh, he's he an all-around second. great player, man. I, yeah, I and he's got a good fucking eye. I don't think he's going to be a 40-home run guy, but, like, so, you know, what would you prioritize, uh, slugging or on-base percentage? What do, what do you think is more important to the success of a team, to an offense? 
Just in general? Actually, yeah, maybe in general, but, like, if you're or looking at a... Or as a position, a, like, third base. Third base may be slugging, but, like, just wait a little bit. Like, do you want a guy who racks up extra base hits but has low on base percentage, or would you like a guy who maybe doesn't hit as many home runs and doubles, but he gets on base around 40% of the time? That's what do you think is more valuable? Somebody who can get on base, man. The more people on base, yeah. the more runs you score, and the more runs you score, the more games you win. Yeah, and that is fucking Mancato's uh, f- fucking biggest strength. He's going into Three, his seven. age 27 season. And mm-hmm. and he's got that playing time. He's got that XP. Expectations are high. You know, um, I think he's, yeah, he's on a contract here. I don't know if they extended him, did they? Uh, I'll have to look it up. I'll give you his projections. They're projecting. I, I see. Zips. I, I saw him. I saw him. Yeah, Zips has him 346 okay, on base. Um, 22 homers, 74 RBIs. I mean, the average, I think, uh, third base, average third base on base percentage is 323. So, like, even, like, a down year for Jan, he's going to still be above average getting on base. Okay, they got him on a, a contract through 2025, which, okay, that's great. He'll be 30 when that ends. That's actually a pretty fair age going to free agency, kind yeah. of. Um, but for them to oh, – He's going to be making $13 million next season, 17.8 the next year. Ooh, yeah. I'm All right, so we'll say too. 14, 18, 25, and 25. It's a lot yeah. of money to move if they want to trade him. So I don't think I don't think they can unless someone's going to eat, eat his contract, you know? Also, they're getting a fucking steal, man. I mean, he posted all-star numbers last year on less yeah. than 7 mil. Uh, yeah, they're, he's... Yeah, he's worth more. He should be making that twenty mil, honestly, kind of like right now. But no, that's not a, that's not a hot take. That's a good take. Yeah. Yeah. Your Alex Bregman one though. Uh, I'm not talking about him. <laughs> Seven. Yeah. Chris Bryant. I, if, 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 I, if, 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 if he plays third. If base. he plays third. Yeah. Depending on where he I, goes. Oh, God, he why played did, most what? of his fucking Dude. games in the outfield, so I didn't, I didn't take him into account for it. I couldn't imagine I, I being no, him, bro. Yeah, being a super utility man? Jesus. Like, well, first of all, all the way back to 2015 when those fucking racist bastards that owned the Cubs manipulated his service time, and mm. then... He wins Rookie of the Year, then wins an MVP, MVP the same year that they win a World Series, and mm-hmm. then they can't keep their shit together. Their their little dynasty ended quicker than it started, and then they fucking throw him around like he's some ragdoll, trade him, and then the Giants do the same thing. I wish nothing but the fucking best for Chris Bryant. And I hope Good the Mar- I, I hope the Mariners sign him to fill Kyle Seeger's hole, void, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> oh, you want to? You want him to fill his hole? Eh? Fill up, fill the hole. And, Someone's been getting on motherless. And let him play a hundred and fucking fifty-five games at third base all year. And you know what he'll do? He'll have a season like he had between. 2015 and 28 uh, 2019 he'll have some good I think it'll like be that. I think it'll be closer to 2019 so like pretty good but not I don't think it'll be MVP form but that's not a bad take if he plays third base yeah I excluded him from my list because I have no idea where the fuck he's gonna play because he played like 70 percent of his games in the outfield so I'm just they need to stop fucking with him yeah they need a uh, yeah, they need to pick a spot. I mean, corner outfield's still good for him because, you know, corner outfield's a power spot, and so he'll get some longevity out of that. It'd be cool if he went to an American League team and he could, uh, you know, split time DHing, but we'll uh, we'll see. I, I don't have a problem with that take, uh, even though, Brian, I didn't even take his stats into consideration. But that's not a bad one if he plays third. 
Okay, I have a, um, I have another hot take that's like could have been. He could have been. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. What are you gonna? Uh, what do you? The way you said that makes you me think you're gonna. You're setting this up to say maybe the Nazis had a point. Like what? <laughs> no, I, it's just I, like. I, I'm just saying, Joe Rogan, you know. Oh, maybe, God, no. Maybe, maybe of the 40-something N-bombs Joe Rogan laid. Hear, hear me out here, Nick. They weren't. Maybe one of the, they... I know context matters. Maybe, maybe one of them was used recklessly. I'm dude, just throwing it out there. I'm throwing dude, it out some there. Some of these <laughs> insufferable, sick-in-the-head people on Twitter are talking about that, dude. It's just like. How are you even allowed to exist with with your thought patterns going like that? Yeah, as somebody used to do stand up, the uh, nothing is uh, is more fucking uh, exhausting than uh, than carrying water. Saying stand up comics are, are fucking modern day whizzes and philosophers. They're not. They're contrarian, unread morons. The same as you, doofus. Like. Joe Rogan's political like stances and like musings on like culture and politics and even sports to a degree like are about as relevant as mine and the world's smartest fucking termite. Like stop, <laughs> stop. You know, just because he calls himself a comedian doesn't mean he's not outside the arena of like criticism when he does something shitty. And like, good on him for like apologizing. You know, whatever. Like the the n bomb stuff doesn't like upset me nearly as much as the COVID misinfo, but you know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying to all the context fellas out there, you know, wanting to, wanting to drop their in words, you know, um, I think Rogan probably misused one of them. At least he had to have no one bats a thousand on M bombs on contextual M bombs, especially with 40 something of them dropped. Okay. So, uh, my number anyway. six uh, is Jimer Candelario. I think we could maybe get away with one on the podcast. Um, so. Jimer Candelario is with the Detroit Tigers because a lot of people don't know who he is. He led the American League in doubles. Yeah. Uh, had a very fair batting average and a very fair OPS. Um, you know? that That is a bold take he's not it's on my top take. 10 but i thought about putting him on my top I, 10. it's because he is going to be good he's he i mean yeah he's he's coming he's finally coming into his own and uh you know coming what? I, out of his cage and he's been doing just fine gotta gotta get down i think that the hot corner he's a switch hitter i love me some switch hitters always yeah. you're by yeah yep yeah. yep um mm-hmm. and his, you know his I like him. I like him. I think he's going to be top 10 next season for sure. Going to be on a contract uh, here. Um, going to be playing for I big money. believe so. No, he's still in. He's, he's a free agent. One year. He's in free agent 2024. So he's in oh, pre. That's or he's in oh, arbitration. He's, sorry, arbitration eligible. My bad. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, that's his. Yeah, that is a crack for some big dough. And he's going to be turning 20, 29. 29. He'll be 29. Yeah, probably. In next November. See. Or this yeah, November. For, oh, He's a he's a Thanksgiving boy. Ooh, he can come over and stuff my turkey. You know what I'm talking about, Nicholas? Hey, uh, hey, Nicky, have you uh, have you seen the old guy who uh, likes to watch Chris uh, go swimming? I'm uh, trying to see if I can babysit his little brother Stewie. Anyway, uh, I got my my number five, uh, Austin. I Riley. need to get. I need to get pussy instead of thinking about Spotify and the N word. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah, Austin Riley's number f- number five. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, That's good. That's fine. Austin Riley's the top five guy. I would agree with that. He uh, was fucking awesome. My number four is Raphael mm. Devers. Okay. Uh, you know. Okay. Devers is mature. These, these are ones I don't have to justify. You know, being in a certain order. So. It, only if you put Devers at two or one. That's when. Uh, but I know what your number two is, and I know what your number one is. Yeah, my number three is Manny Machado. Um, yeah. Really, two, Manny at number three. Okay, yeah. But Manny Machado's amazing. 
Manny's good, I think. Manny Machado's been good every single year he's fuck played. Is, well, he had like that. Yeah, he had that one rough year where he had to like adjust the shortstop of a 2019. That was it. And they, that was yeah, it. and they bust and they're like, you can finally go back to third. And he's like, thank God. He's only f- fucking 29 uh, too. What he'll the be, fuck was I looking at? He'll be 30 at? this season. Someone had like some stat cast shit up about him and how like unfortunate. How he hit the sh- how he hit the piss out of the ball, but was just so unlucky. And I thought like, man, that's kind of a cool number to know on him. Here, uh, keep 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 going on. Keep telling me how awesome uh, Manny is, despite being you know a dirty turd that spikes people. In oh the- stop! <laughs> oh stop it! He never did any of that on purpose. <laughs> Oh Never bullshit! Any Come of that on, on purpose. Nope. bullshit! He doesn't no. get the benefit of the doubt. Come I'm on, I'm giving it to him. He throws I'll play his fucking it. bad. He I'll play the villain bad at here, Josh bro. Donaldson, who Josh Donaldson is a psychopath. He's like, a fucking I'm, prick. He probably deserved yeah, he's it. A prick. Yeah, Donaldson's a prick. But this was like Oakland A's Donaldson. He was a little bit more normal there. I don't think Manny so. Machado. Posted his highest exit velocity, average exit velocity this past season. Yeah, he was rather unlucky. 13% barrels is high. He was, yeah, he hit the fuck out of the ball, man. Bro, it's, he's it's still... Slugging, come on. He, he, he still... Yeah, let me look at this. His... Um, based on, like, his percentages, he hit 278 as average, but based on how hard he hit balls, um, he should have hit 294. And based on his slugging of 489, he should have hit. He should have had a 530 slugging. So he was really unlucky. So, yeah, he should have had close to 900. What was his OPS? Like eight fucking 836. 836. Yeah, he should have been with that number of 294 and extra slugging. Yeah, motherfucker, been yeah high eights, maybe low nines. So listen, he, yeah, he he's gonna be a Hall of Famer. Man, yeah, if if he doesn't get hurt, Machado will be a Hall of Famer. And hopefully he gets some hardware, you know. Like, whether it be an MVP, whether he can somehow get a gold glove in the NL. He won't. Or additional hardware for Silver Sluggers. Or just a fucking ring. If he gets that, or at least gets a chance to play for it, um, you know, in San Diego, uh, yeah, he'll be a... He'll be a Hall of Famer. He'll be a Hall of Famer. Was he? Let me look something up here real quick on Manny because I think, I think I'm confusing his tenure with the Dodgers for something here. When was with the Dodgers? 2018. Yeah, no, he got to play in a World Series. So, right. At, honestly, since he's played in the World Series, he needs to win one. If he wins one, that will basically pretty much cement his place. Or if he plays in a losing World Series, play better than what he did in uh, 2018. <laughs> Well, so. he's a he's a Hall of Famer, so he'll uh, probably yeah probably yeah. get in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say he if he's a he's warm, he's warm, borderline hot. He's he, he's a confident like he's a confident pick. I'd be confident in that. All right, I know your number two is Jose Ramirez, right? Jose Ramirez, number two. Yep. Um, now him, I don't, I don't know. I mean, he's he's that he's that that's how good he is right now, though. He's the number two uh, in baseball. You know, he's also going to be entering his age thirty season. Um, you know, he's I projected know. to do well too, and I yeah. think he will. Yeah, I think he will too. Um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, you remember that shitty season he had, and like where he was hitting like two twelve, two ten for like half the season after the All Star break. He just like got fucking hot. And like yeah. he ended up hitting like two fifty five, but like, you know, an eight oh six OPS and everyone's like, Man, that was a shitty year from Jose Ramirez. We're like, that's a shitty year. <laughs> like Like kinda like what Arenado be like, that's a shitty year for Nolan Arenado. I'm like, I ain't that fucking bad. <laughs> like This is still pretty good. He's on a insanely good uh team friendly contract. Um uh, J- Joe Ram has a shot. Uh, at uh, at Cooperstown too, if he can maintain his health streak, if he can get that little fountain of youth that uh, Justin yeah. Turner found in his thirties, dude. Yeah, for real though. I mean, yeah, I and, agree. Uh, number one is uh, Suarez, right? 
Nolan Arenado, baby. And I'm not even going to talk about it because I already made a whole episode about how good he how is. Good because he is. because guess what? Guess what? I'll, what? I'll go ahead and repeat myself. Power, contact, uh-huh. glo- glove, and uh-huh. fielding in every single aspect. Who who else has fielding like him? Nobody. The range. I can find I mean, no. Matt Chapman. You don't think Matt Chapman? Ah. Matt Chapman's just ah. a step below. He's ah. just a step below. He's fell off. Ah. As soon as people started saying he was His better than Arenado, he fell off. So Yeah, because like, that's the thing with Nolan. All right, This is why Nolan and Jose Ramirez are at this top spot, okay? Is they do everything pretty well. And ar- arguably Manny. Manny, too. That's why Nolan, the, Manny's top three, bro, every day of the Nolan, week. Nolan gets the benefit of... Nolan and Jose Ramirez are really good because um, they have low strikeout numbers, which is good, which means they put the ball in play. I know you run the risk of, like, weak contact means nothing or more double plays, but they typically hit the ball hard and find gaps. And I bet if I go here, I'd probably find they have a pretty good fly ball rate. But they're contact guys. Someone like Chappie, who is, I would say equal or better defensively in terms of just how he's measured. Um, He, he can't, well, I would say like if I rated Arenado's defense an a, you know, Chapman's an a plus like, yeah, he's better slightly, you know? Uh, But Chapman's hitting for Christ's sakes. Like what the fuck kind of season you're going to get? He struck out over 200 times this past season, which isn't a problem if he like hit the shit out of the ball, which he didn't. And he wasn't on base. I mean, I think what he hit, like low 270s, or yeah, not 270s. He had a low 700 OPS. Like, defensive metrics were good, but he. Cool. Like, you know, you'll get similar defense from Nolan and better offense from him. That's, that's, Nolan's, that's Nolan's big strength. He's just good, he's a good all around ball player. Yes. Yeah, I'm looking. Yeah, I'm looking at Chappie here. Two ten average. Bad. He walked eighty times. He walked eighty times. Ah, but even whatever, with that, bro. He's not putting the bat on the ball. Come well, on. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, even though he walked nearly once every two games, he walked at an above average clip at, than a third baseman. That's eighty walks in a season's really good. Okay, it still didn't help his on base percentage. Even crack, even crack being an average on base third baseman. Because he he just didn't, he just struck out too much one, and wasn't finding any holes. You know, you got to find that hole. You got to grease it up. You got to get in there. You got to get in that hole, Nikki. Chappy didn't do it, man. All right. All right, you ready for mine? Yeah. This was an extensive one. I'll give you my uh, top menchies. Candelario, I uh, put him there. Uh, Donaldson, I uh, would have him there, and uh, Ryan McMahon, Justin Turner, Eduardo Escobar. That's a sneaky one. Yeah, but where is he going to uh, play? That's my yeah. Opinion. I mean, yeah. is he playing at third base for those sad Mets? I I'll throw this in here because uh, why the fuck not? Joey Wendell, why not? He just seems to always be there. But in all honesty, Geo, Geo's going to have a turnaround. Um. Top 10, here we go. Number 10, I'm going to go on a limb, and I'm going to say Cabrian Hayes. I think he's going to be uh, I think he's gonna be fringe or hit top 10. I think he's going to be really good. Um, number 9, I'm going to go mm-hmm. with Chapman. I think Chapman won't regress. I think he'll kind of be more that hitter he was, he, you know, 2019. Kind of a guy who will hit, you know, 30 taters, probably hit low, you know, around 250-ish, low 800 OPS. But I, it's hard for me to see him have such a shit season like he did last season. And because his defense is so good, you know, he's, gonna, he's still going to be top 10. Number eight, and uh, this is going to piss you off, but, and I hate it putting him on the list, but Alex Bregman. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And you know I got what? shit from He finally from got this. exposed. He finally got exposed because he couldn't cheat anymore. I fucking, I got shit from this 
for being like Alex Bregman's number eight. I'm like, yeah, I don't think I think he's not he's not gonna fucking hit forty plus homers again. He's past that. Like they're not they gotta bang on something else. Uh Zips has him being the third best third baseman. And I don't think he'll That's be such horse shit. Yeah, I don't I don't buy it. He Bregman gets on base. That's such horse shit. Who the you know, fuck he, is writing that? Uh Dave Sombrowski. You don't you yeah, don't be that he's he's a fine guy. He's an okay yeah, guy. Whatever. You know, to be, whatever he has a family. He, he has a wife. Okay. He has a wife. Do you have a wife? Are you fucking a woman stuck with you for the rest of her life, Nick? That takes charisma, young man. All right. So I have Bregman at eight, which uh, from what I've gathered is a slight to him, which I'm okay with. Fuck Alex Bregman. Fuck him. Fuck him with a hive of hornets. Um, True. Number seven is Mankata. Number six is Rendon. I think Anthony, yeah, like how you feel. I think Anthony's going to turn around and be good. Um, top five, actually number five through three is basically, we know what those are, but you can interchange them. I, I have Machado five, Riley four, Devers three. And then here comes number one and number two. Okay. And we know who number one, number two is. So. Number two is Nolan Arenado. <laughs> I knew you. And do number it. one, number I knew one do is it. Jose Ramirez. I know. I know you do it because you can't. I went. No. You stop. don't like facts. You don't stop. like facts, bro. Come I on. did. God damn it, Nick! I did the fucking facts, and this is what I spent time doing. All right. <laughs> since since 2015, I'm giving the edge to Arenado when I say 2015. Because 2015 was like Jose Ramirez's like first season, and he was dog shit, okay? Dog shit in 2015. Since 2015, the number one and number two war leaders wins above replacements, Jose Ramirez with 33.2 and Arenado with 32.1. If you do it when Jose had his first decent year, 2016, he's worth almost five more wins than Nolan. And here's the thing. Here's something we maybe want to be slightly concerned with, with Nolan. Even though I don't think it will go this way, it's something that should be on the public record. Jose Ramirez's war, his value, aside from 2019, is climbing. Nolan's is dropping. If you look at OPS Plus based on ballpark, Jose Ramirez is better by nine points you have to accept that here's the thing here's the thing this is what will get your dick hard all right all right nolan's worth since 2016 over 52 runs at the defensive position jose ramirez is 26 which is pretty good it's just that jose ramirez because he plays in a harder harder ballpark to hit and than nolan did for most of his career Jose, 181.6 offensive runs. Oh. Nolan, 107. Dog. Hey, you like your average in OPS, right? You like that shit, Look, right? Look, man, I, yeah. I'm not about the fucking ballpark thing. That's just so lame. Well, it, it so, fucking showed this past that's year, so Nick. so lame. No, it he fucking still showed hit over 30 home year. runs. He hit 30 yeah, home he, runs out of cores. So did Jose Ramirez, who was worth over two more wins than Nolan. Ah, ah! You can add me all you want. He had he almost he hit almost a hundred points more OPS on it. Now Nolan, mm-hmm. I don't think is going to hit eight and have an eight hundred one OPS this upcoming season. All right. I think it's going to be. But higher? I know. Oh, it's going to be higher. I I said this earlier. I think he's going to be around eight fifty. I you know eight thirty to eight sixty. Let's call it that. Sure. You know, hopefully he posts a fucking one dot. That'd be amazing. But Jose Ramirez, here's Jose Ramirez's OPS the last five seasons. 957, 939, 806, 993, and 893. Jose will probably have a higher OPS than Nolan. It's just facts. We'll see. Like, hey, hey, if, if someone, think of it this way, Nick. For someone to... Be better than Nolan. You would have to expect him 
to be really fucking good, right? Yeah. It's not going to be a Devers who can't play defense. It's not going to be a Chapman who can't fucking make contact with the ball sometimes. Hit anymore. <laughs> it's not going to be a it's not going to be a Bregman who needs some fucking idiot with a pipe banging on a porter potty. It's going to be a guy like Nolan Arenado. And who's more like Nolan Arenado in the majors today at third base? A guy who strikes out a very uh, strikes out less than the average third baseman. A guy who puts the ball in play. A guy who hits the piss out of the ball. And here's the other thing. This is why. This is the big reason why Jose Ramirez has that amount of offensive value, because him and Nolan are very similar in that. Jose Ramirez is fucking fast, dude. In that time. He leads third baseman in stolen bases. He has 144 stolen bases. That's kind pretty of important. Uh, hard to believe. Yeah, that's yeah. He's got an extra facet to his game than Nolan. Now I mean, Nolan's a better looks, defender. That's Nolan's what I'm saying, defender. though. You know, like Jose yeah, Ramirez, and, a little thick though. I thought he wasn't that fast. I was surprised too. He had a. Let me pull it up here. I think that fucker had a shot for a 40-40 year. He, yeah, 2018, 39 taters, 34 stolen bags. He stole 27 last year, 24 in 2019. He got 10 in the fall season. Yeah, he's a stout, pudgy little man who runs like Babe Ruth does on those old black and white videos. So <laughs> he has a higher walk rate than Nolan. He gets that advantage on it. So, like, what Nolan – so, similar hitters, except Nolan's not going to walk as much as Joe Ram here. Batting average-wise, I mean, past six years, Nolan had six points higher batting average, but Nolan's last two seasons, the, the COVID season in last year, he's like 254, and Jose Ramirez is 274. Like, Ramirez is still trending up. He's entering into his age 29 season. Hopefully he doesn't lose time because of the lockout. But, I mean, if some guy is going to be better than Nolan, it's going to be a guy who plays like Nolan. Or at least hits more or less like him. So it's not, it's not, a, bad, it's not, it's not a bad rivalry here. So if Nolan has a blowout year, guess what? He's automatically number one next year. Like, the difference between them, keep in mind, just using gay-ass war, okay, is <laughs> it's fucking, I'm looking at it, 1.1 wins, which means if Nolan has an MVP season and Jose Ramirez has an all-star season, Nolan overtakes him. Like, it's... I, I'm going with Jose to be a little... Be a little detractor here, but I think he's earned the conversation to be said he's number one. But if you know, I'm not gonna lose my mind if Nolan's number one. But Jose and Nolan should be number one and number two. Always. Yeah, always. I'm just saying. Jose, show some, show, give that boy some love. You know, Jose Ramirez. You know, he's my number one. I hey, think he's. he's I my think he's fucking two. tight. He's tight, baby. He's tight. Who we fucking tonight? I don't know. Who do you want to fuck tonight? Uh, did you get in an argument with anyone on uh, Twitter that was funny? Uh, no. You upset some more Mets fans, I noticed. <laughs> Why? Why do we I do pull, this? I pulled the U. Um, there was a Mets fan that yelled at me, but it was probably some kid, because uh, I noticed Marcus Stroman had a fucking NFT oh, profile picture. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And he's like... This dude was like, what does that matter? I'm like, because NFTs are, yeah, it's a scam. And he's like, go out and touch grass. I'm like, I will after I finish fucking your dad. And then he was roasted, and I was so cool. And everyone at the lunch table said, I I could go to prom and 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 fuck and and, and, and fuck Miranda or whatever. It was so cool. I was the coolest. I was so cool when we did that, picking on a. Picking on a Mets fan, which is like the equivalent of picking on a disabled child. So. Yeah. They're I mean, we Jesus. fuck we fuck we fuck the Mets all the time, but like um, I don't know. Uh, we could fuck Joe Rogan. I don't. That's what I was thinking. Know. Fuck Joe Rogan. He's annoying. Yeah, but like, how do we like? 
Has anyone come to his defense in the baseball world? Let me see. Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh, God. Baseball. <laughs> like, <laughs> Watch out for Blake Trinan tweets. Or oh, Brandon yeah. Nimmo. Ooh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's see. Before we before we part, is Blake Trinan on here? He's got his pro- his tweets are protected, so that way he oh, can say the N word. Oh, my God, dude. What a, what a puss puss. Blake Trinan is the worst. Uh, I mean, I hate to, we could say fuck Jeff Passan for not liking cats. I mean, you know, if you want to do that. Ah. Well, we want him on the pod one day, right? He would definitely come on here. And no, he definitely will stuff. never, ever come on here. Fuck Joe Rogan and fuck Rob Manfred. Fuck, fuck the MLB Joe owners, Rogan, too. Rogan, fuck Rob Manfred. Right field list is the next episode, and we'll see you during the week. Mwah. Yep, be Take care, everyone. We love you.